Welcome, I'm Julie Bacon, and you're listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast, a podcast for dog handlers who are on a mission to achieve big goals. I will share lessons, insights, personal stories, and tools you can apply during your next show, trial, or test to help you strengthen your mental game and hopefully cue more consistently. So if you are ready to improve your competitive mindset, get out of your own way, and connect with your dog like never before, then it's time to get comfy, bring an open mind, and work your mindset. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Okay, this week uh, we are starting talking about something I never want to talk about again, but I know I will, (laughs) and that's bullies and crappy people in the dog world. And uh, on one hand, I don't want to give these people any more um, airtime. And I know that anyone listening is not doing this. So um, so we're going to switch this around and be like, what can you do if you are facing bullies and um, dealing with just like maybe bad energy, a bad environment, a bad person, experience, da, 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 da. and we're going to talk about that. Okay. But it's also kind of funny to me, I mean, maybe not funny, haha, but it's also kind of interesting to me that also in August, um, the 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 um, email that's going out to my members on Monday is, um, are you ready for a depressing August? <laughs> and um, because in August in the membership, we're dealing with like how to get motivated again, how to stay positive in a slump. Um you know, how to bounce back from something that just sucks. And like, just we're taking on the crappy topics. So maybe taking on bullies this week is kind of perfect because we're kind of taking on crappy topics. There we go. So anyway, off we go. So, um, you know, I'd like to say this comes out of a one-off conversation I had with someone, but it doesn't. It, uh, there's so many, too many instances of people dealing with, um, you know, toxic people, bullies, da, da, da. I mean, like whatever you want to call it. And I've done podcasts on toxic people and I've done a podcast on unsolicited advice. And of course, the difference between those two is usually the person giving the unsolicited advice means well. They're not going about it in a great way, maybe, but they mean well or they think they're trying to help. Um, or maybe they're just being passive aggressive. So that could fall into this category too. Um, but the toxic people, you know, that's a good, that's a good podcast. I see him by it. <laughs> it's older. Um, I'll put the, um, the episode number in the show notes, which by the way, always check the show notes, show notes, easy for me to say, uh, because I, there are some links and, and things in there for you to look at, um, everything from membership to merch to, um, past episodes maybe that are relevant. So, uh, check the show notes. Um, okay. So let's get into it. So bullies. So here's the first thing we can't really do anything about them now, can we, right? I mean, that's super frustrating. Um, because, to do anything about them is sort of giving them airtime. And, you know, we're not in high school, although some of these behaviors would tell us otherwise, but we're not in high school. So there is no principle to go tell, right? And, um, and dog sports can be in certain environments, very cliquish. And I know, I'm going to say anecdotally, that it feels like um, some of the AKC arenas are a little worse. Um, my friends in UKI Agility, for instance, don't sort of have the same amount of stories 
Um, it seems like that's more of a, like a one-off situation, but bullies exist everywhere. Okay. And when you think about what is a bully, a bully is someone who is trying to push other people around. And my opinion, okay, this is not from like the bully dictionary or anything, but like my opinion is, is they are pushing other people down in order so they feel better, right? Because they're not lifting themselves up you know, and still they're living in this world of comparison where they need to feel better than another person. And because of whatever insecurities they have, um, they're willing to do it in whatever way possible. And when I am describing this, I am describing multiple bullies I can think of. And I think what's interesting is bullies also um, will choose targets uh, and, and choose tactics when they think they can get away with something, right? And if they can't go direct and bully the person directly, um, then they will maybe spread news about them or talk about them behind their backs or like get other parts of groups um, to galvanize around a certain topic or a certain opinion. So they figure out, I mean, it's too bad they're not using their, you know, like, skills for good, right? Because they are figuring out how to manipulate the environment. And if we are at the receiving end of that, um, then it feels very, I mean, we feel very vulnerable, really. And we feel victimized and vulnerable and unsafe And unsafe doesn't necessarily mean that they're waiting for you in an alley, you know, in the dark, Um, but it could mean just unsafe to be in an environment or just feel like you're always looking over your shoulder or watching your back or what have you. And so there's a few things that I think we can do. And by the way, you don't have to be a recipient of being bullied in order to do something about it because bullying and these kinds of behaviors happen in a lot of tiny ways. And I think those tiny ways are the things that we can do something about and we can be allies for people who might be experiencing those situations, right? For instance, in my own life, I can think of a person who absolutely is a bully who does not bully me, but I know that she bullies other people. So what is my role in that, right? And um, my role is to be an ally and to make sure that whenever I hear her talking about that or talking in ways that could be bullying or belittling to other people, I get to either step up and say something in the conversation or call her out on it or walk away, right? I mean, there are a lot of introverts among us. (laughs) I actually test out as an introvert, actually. Um, But we need to do what's comfortable, but we need to do something, okay? Because doing nothing is also allowing that behavior to continue. And one of the ways I think we can do the most good in being like even in the most introverted way (laughs) is to when we meet people or we come across people at a trial, and when I say meet, it doesn't have to be meet for the first time. Just we we come across someone in a trial. You know, the gossip at, I'm going to pick on, I'm going to pick on AKC Agility for a minute, okay? Not to say it doesn't exist other places and not to say AKC Agility isn't also wonderful. So don't get your knickers in a bunch, but I'm going to pick on that environment for a minute. So you come across people 
What I want to challenge you with is to meet people where they are and don't judge someone because you heard something about them. Okay. Because we're always hearing something about everybody, good, bad, ugly, whatever. Like if we started as a habit to meet the person standing in front of us as they are, we would leave behind a lot of prejudgments and we would be a lot more open and engaging and God forbid, kind um, to people that we meet along the way. All right. Because the worst thing is in these sports, um, if you look at like the median age, you know, around the ring, or you look at like our new people coming into the sport, what do we want people to think? Um, do we want to, you know, have all the trials filled? Do we want people to have, be really excited? Well, what's the environment we want to create? And all of us as competitors own our little corner of that environment. I own my environment, right? I own the energy I put out into the world. I own how I interact with people at trials. I own how I interact with people I don't even know, maybe just at the practice jump or coming in and out of the door or, you know, getting ready to walk into the ring or, you know, handing some of the pen to check in, right? There's all these tiny, 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 tiny ways. And I feel like, um, you know, we're, we're, you know, as a species, we want to be in community. That is, that is really what we were designed. We were designed for success in, to be in community, whether that's in home or culture or neighborhood or, you know, people who are like, you know, gather together, right? Well, our dogs, we have a community, right? And so we long to be a part of this community because we have these like really amazing dogs in common, you know? Your dog's amazing, my dog's amazing. And we all wanna be there doing this great thing with our dogs and it should be fun. And, you know, in a lot of our sports, we are just trying to cue. We're not even, I mean, most of the time when I'm entering the ring, I'm not trying to beat anybody. I'm just trying to cue. I'm just trying to do me. So it's lovely in that I can show up in this community and not even, nobody else has to lose in order for me to win. I can win all by myself. So you would think, you would think that that kind of environment would lend itself well to getting along well with others. And yet people are joining, not joining. I mean, it sounds like high school, but wait, it is. (laughs) But like they're clicking up. And they're joining these groups and they're trying to find and share like scenarios and like opinions and people want to feel like they belong so they go along or, or what have you. And I think that, you know, all of us, and again, I'm speaking to my listeners, right? Because I'm going to give you all the benefit of the doubt that you're not bullying anyone and you're being nothing but kind and wonderful in the world. But I think that it's us kind and wonderful people that have to do more or do what we can to be good citizens in the dog world, right? The other thing is if you are someone who feels that you are at the receiving end of this, and you can be, this is a continuum, by the way. You can be just, I don't know, a group of mean girls said something terrible about you and your dog, or maybe they said something that sounded terrible, whether or not it was out of context or what have you, or maybe you thought it was about you and it really was about someone else. Um, but it doesn't matter. It's a continuum all the way to you feel actively bullied and you can actually point to things that were done against you. Okay. So that's a continuum. And anybody 
is welcome to their emotions and their feelings on that continuum. So no matter where you fall or what experience you've had, it is valid. It is real. It is your experience. Okay. So just want to get that out of the way. Um, but if you are feeling this way, there are a few things that you can do. And, um, you know, one is, and I've talked about this a couple different times that the old cord cutting visualization, I always imagine, and I think I talked about this even last week. I always imagine those big garden loppers. I swear they're called loppers, but maybe they're not. Anyway, long handle, long blade. You tell me what the real name of them is. And I imagine them kind of aggressively cutting through this cord between me and this other person or this event or environment or memory or thing that happened to sever sort of the energy that is between us. Because the thing that really sucks about bullies is they weasel into our heads and they take up space rent free. And that to me is giving them a little bit of a win, right? Every time we think of them, every time we change and we do something different because of a thought or because of them or our past experience with them or because we're afraid of what might happen, um, they win. And so cutting that energetic cord between us, which, yeah, I get it. It sounds woo-woo, but even if you're not into that, um, be into the fact that in your brain, that visualization and imagining there not being any connection between the two of you works on even a non-woo-woo level, okay? Um, and it works because you are telling your brain, like, no, we are not connected. We may have experience together or we may have history together, um, but we are not connected. And so I think that is really important and every time they enter your brain, every time you think about them or think about a situation with them or think about making a different decision because of them, I want you to stop the thought, cut it off with those big garden shears if you can, but stop the thought and think about something else, anything else. It doesn't even have to be the opposite thought, okay? You can think of like, you know, tulips and daffodils and frolicking, or you can think about how grateful you are, or you can think about the fact that they've pushed you to be better, okay? Because you've done it out of spite, potentially, okay? Um, but when we talk about this all in context of mindset, all right, having a really good competitive mindset is really owning what gets to live in our brains, in our thoughts, because remember, we believe what we think over and over and over again. And so if we think about these bullies and their actions or their words over and over and over again, then it is becoming a belief. Now, you don't have to agree with the belief, but it's it's like a it's just like that annoying like sound, somebody whispering in your ear, just constantly on your shoulder, just saying, nobody needs that. Nobody needs that. And so the, the, the biggest thing that we can do is not give those thoughts a place to rest or not give them a chance to come back. And whether that's replacing the thought, whether that's cutting the, you know, connection between us energetically or just cutting the thoughts off um, or whether that's, you know, going in a different direction or minding our own energy and being really cautious of where we decide to spend our energy, whatever that is, that is what really good mindset is. A person with a strong mindset is in charge of their thoughts and is choosing what they think as 
often as possible, as much as possible, hopefully hundred percent. I don't know that anyone can do that successfully, but hopefully, and they are living in and dealing with the present moment because the present moment's all we have, right? So the things that happened in the past, even if they happened an hour ago, are past. And so we want to really stay in the present, plan out our future smartly, put ourselves in good environments, right? Environments in which we think we can succeed. And if we are ready to be in the same event as they, great. If we're not ready to be in the same event as they are, that's fine too. And if we want to learn to be, and we want to push ourselves to that, then we can work on that as a muscle and as a skill set. But I want you to think about it almost, um, you know, embrace your favorite sci-fi right now with go with me for a second, embrace your favorite sci-fi. And I want you to take on a superpower. And imagine your superpower is, doesn't matter, maybe you have a a cloaking device, right? So you can protect you and your dog from any outside things. Maybe it's a, a, I once used a bubble as a metaphor for me and my dog um, because he would get kind of reactive in like crunchy environments. Like there's a trial in New Jersey that was like very overstimulating for him and that was very hard. So uh, into the bubble we went. Um, And I've got a a client who also uses uh, the Wonder Woman bracelets, right? To just like defend and deflect all of that other energy, all of those other thoughts. Um, so visuals are really powerful. A superpower is really powerful. But if you're taking on this moment, then you are like, again, go back with the sci-fi. If you're taking on this sort of sci-fi superhero sort of mentality, then what is your superpower that you need to develop in order to be able to trial in these environments with or alongside or in the same room as this bully or this clique of mean girls um, that may be, you know, tormenting you. Like, what do you need? And what is it you need to have in your head? Do you need to choose good environments? Do you need to choose good schedules? Do you need to make sure that your headphones, you know, always have juice? Um, Do you need to make sure that you're actually um, creating in the car instead of in the building? Like, what is it you need to do to put yourself in a position of strength? Because again, what bullies hate is they hate it when you level up and you power up and you engage the superpowers and you power up and you don't allow them to push you down because they're not lifting themselves up. They're pushing you down. That's how they're getting leverage and power and being, um, oh, I just lost the word, but being um, important, right? They're, that's how they're finding their like social importance in the world is by pushing you down so that they look better, bigger, stronger, faster, whatever. Okay. So what we need to do, since I've got my, my tribe here of listeners, what we need to do is make sure that bullies aren't winning that we are standing up for other people or leaving conversations where gossip is going, I mean, gossip is bad enough, but when gossip really takes a turn that we are walking away or saying, you know what, this is not my conversation. I'm kind of not here for this discussion. Um, and you know, what do you like her now? Um, and be like, I, I'm, I don't have a bad experience with her because every experience I've had with her has been fine and I'm not here for this. So I'm going to, 
go walk my dog. Okay. Our dogs are some of the best excuses we have to get out of a conversation, right? Oh, I think I hear my dog barking. I should go see about that. Um, so let's make sure that we're doing what we can in the environment. We are making sure that the conversations that we are having and the words coming out of our mouths are not contributing, even accidentally, not contributing to the negativity. And if we are being bullied, we are making sure that we are taking, I'm going to say precautions, right? For lack of the right word. And we are putting ourselves in the right environment because at the end of the day, it's about us and our dogs and trialing in a place where we can put our best foot forward, sorry, pun, um, and, um, and do there do what we came to do, which was perform at our best and show off our preparation and, you know, just put ourselves in that environment where we can go have fun. It's supposed to be fun, right? <laughs> and so, um, watch your words, watch the words of your friends and those around you really take ownership of, you know, the gossip and um, maybe this weekend, my challenge to you is to really pay attention to your language and the language of those you're hanging out with. Please don't get rid of your friends. That's not what I'm saying. But just make sure that the part of the conversation that isn't positive or is especially if it's pushing down another person, that you are not part of that conversation or you actively stop it, um, kind of wherever you are in your comfort level for that. But we need to be allies for the people out there who are not being treated well in our sports. And it's not okay. It's not okay. And I hope to never have another podcast on this topic. Um, but I'm sure I will. Um, but yes, I'm sort of fired up about it today. Um, just having talked about it again and, you know, having experienced different versions of that myself. Right. Um, and it's, you know, not everybody is as strong as someone else. And so everybody also takes the same information differently. So we really have to make sure that we're standing up for everybody equally and we're not ourselves, um, you know, doing something or saying something or going along with something. You know, it's like, it's like when we laugh at like a joke that we really don't think is that funny. Um, let's not do that. Okay. So that is my fired up podcast on bullying. <laughs> um, and, um, and I just, again, like I said, you're my tribe. So I'm sure you're wonderful people, but I know that I've stood in a crowd before where a conversation has gone sideways and I haven't participated in it, but I also didn't leave it and I didn't stop it. Right. So I think that we can all take that on to just, just this weekend, just watch yourself talk, watch how the people around you talk about others and, um, just sort of vow to be a little better every week and, um, you know, and reach out to somebody who maybe isn't in a position of strength as you are. Okay. And if you, you can be, you can do a bullying thing without maybe being a bully. So let's not do those things either. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's just all vow to be like nicer and kinder. Wouldn't that be cool? Um, so anyway, that's my challenge for you. Just kind of mind your, mind your talk, your words, and, and really listen to the people that you're hanging around with and in those conversations be really mindful 
um, as to what the energy is you are putting out into the world. And if there's someone that you need to jettison or a memory or a bad experience, then feel free to get out those big gardening sheer thingies and take a whack at it and just cut that cord between you and that thing that no longer serves you. Because whatever you do, do not let them live in your head rent-free. Change that channel, think a different thought, and choose again. Okay? All right. Well, I hope that wasn't too intense. (laughs) Or I shouldn't say that. I hope it was intense. I hope it makes a difference in the world and in the world of agility and, um, and all the dog sports, actually, because I used agility as an example today, but it is not specific or, um, or just happening in that one ring. Okay. All right. No matter what you do this weekend, you know what I'm going to say? I hope you have a fantastic week with your dogs. Thanks so much for listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast with me, Julie Bacon. I am so grateful for your precious time. I would love it if you found me on Instagram or Facebook at The Q Coach and let me know how it's going. I also offer a monthly membership that's perfect for ongoing support of your awesome goals. Check out theqcoach.com for details or just stop by and check out the blog and other free content. And finally, be sure to share, subscribe, and leave a review as it helps us podcasters tremendously. Plus, I know I get my best podcast recommendations from friends. Thanks and have a great week with your dogs.